It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome, everyone. It is so great to be with you. It is another great day in the neighborhood, and we are having a fabulous interview today with a good friend. And, you know, the last year and a half, I mean, all of us have been impacted, right? Emotionally, medically, mentally, psychologically, spiritually. It has been a year and a half of epic proportion. And when I say I told you all I went to Tulsa, it changed my life. It doesn't begin to capture the trajectory that my life went on after going to Tulsa. And we were there with the Health and Freedom Conference with Clay Clark. We're going to have him on again. He has the Thrive Time Show, very huge following. And he also is working, uh, you know, with General Mike Flynn, has been working with him on these conferences. They're having them around the country. I'm getting ready to go to the one in Grand Rapids in August, and then they'll have another one in Colorado Springs. So, But when I say he brought together people who are like-minded and like-hearted, it is. It doesn't begin to capture the room. You know, you walked in and there were all these people who were patriots, who were collectively, uh, spiritually connected because, you know, we recognize that this is a battle between good and evil. This is a battle between right and wrong. This is There are some very clear lines. And anybody that, that doesn't know that or isn't clear about that, you need to stop watching mainstream media and you need to start listening to people like my guests coming on. Okay, because there's a whole plethora, I love that word, plethora of people around the country who are capturing and telling the truth about what's really going on that the media doesn't want you to know. They'll tell you what they tell you, but it's all inside of a narrative that they're driving to control a a particular way of thinking. So you got to be your own uh, best critic, and you got to be your own best intellect, and capture information and learn from people. So I want to, I want to bring on somebody who's become a really good friend. I just adore him, and I admire him for the work that he's done and is doing across the country. And welcome to Success Happens, Will Johnson. Hey. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to have you. And when Will and I met, we, you know, and my dad was with me. So, and what do you have to say about my dad, Will? Oh, you know what? I, your dad was one of the best conversations that I had when we were in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, I almost didn't want to, you know, walk away from him. I really didn't because he has so much information, so much knowledge. And it just the stuff he was telling me, I was like, my goodness, I'm just absorbing all of it. And there was no way I could absorb everything in that short amount of time. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, that really says something because there were some amazing people there that weekend. And for you to give dad that acknowledgement just really means a lot. He's he's lived the 30, 40 years of his past career life working on the things that you and I are now dealing with around the government and processes and and overreach and misinformation Mm -hmm. and all of it. Right. So, um, no, he saw it coming truly. He did. And so it's really great. I I appreciate that you, you get who he is, but when you look at what, what we accomplished since then, hasn't it been a journey? I mean, think about Tulsa. It was only in April and it feels like it was two years ago. There's been so much going on. 
You're absolutely right. It feels like it was a, I mean, years, you're right, years ago. Because everything that has happened since then is like the world has just gotten crazier and crazier. And, you, and a lot of people are thinking like, well, when is it going to stop? When is it going to slow down? And personally, I think it's just going to speed up even more. Well, I, I like to say they're progressively because they're progressives trying to destroy the country. And we see it right before our very eyes. You and I will do lots of time together on, on air because I know you and I could cover a day and a half of content, just never come up for air. But let's see if we can kind of hone in on a couple of things. So first of all, I want everybody to know Will hails from Austin, Texas. Yay, Texas. But you've covered around the country the various activities. I know you were covered the spy. Watch that. Uh, out in L.A., you have UniteAmericaFirst.com. So, guys, you can go on his website and learn so much information about what's really going on. And, by the way, they have great conversations. I mean, I met one of your guys with you at the last event. We were at CPAC together, right? Yeah. And you had Quincy mm-hmm. there, and he was great. So you've you've ca- actually collected a group of people who work with you now, right? Yeah, there's actually five of us that come every Wednesday. We come together and we do a, a podcast, 9 p.m. Central, every Wednesday. And we're, we just happen to be all black males that love this country, supported President Trump, and want freedom for everybody. And the, the left, they get triggered by it. They hate to see it because we're free-thinking men. I love it. I love it. Yeah, don't get out of your your little box, little one. It's kind of, you know, and you know, you whether you're a black male or you're a white female, or, you know, everybody's got this idea of how you ought to be, right? Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know, I for years fought the battle of being blonde, blue-eyed and stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get kind of tough like, no, no, I am not stupid. Do not let the blonde hair fool you. But we categorize people at a glance, don't we? It's amazing. So when I think you guys just really dismantle that notion that all blacks are Democrats, right? Uh, black mm-hmm. males, forget it. They would never support Trump. Exactly. And th- that exactly. really messed with people. Did you get a lot of, like, hate mail and things? Oh, my goodness. I, I also received death threats. Did you? And because I, yeah, because I support President Trump. And are like, you know what it reminds me of? A lot of people don't know this. The history behind the Republican Party and the Democrat Party and slavery, the Democrats, which you already know, the Democrats are the they are they still are today the party of slavery. And what would happen when they had the slave masters, they and had the slaves that would escape from the plantation, they would use other black people to retrieve those black people that ran away from the plantation and bring them back to the to the slave, to the plantation. Well, today, same thing is happening. They send black people out to attack people like me to try to get me to go back to the Democrat Party as if I can't have my own thoughts. Like, let me choose what I want to be. I don't go to them and tell them how to choose, that they shouldn't be on a Democrat ticket. Um, let me have my same, Let me have the same piece, but a lot of people don't realize it. It's happening today just like it was then. That's why you have BLM and Antifa attacking people, physically harming people. It's not, it has nothing to do about a person's color or a person's right. It's about the political atmosphere. They intimidate people to support and to vote a certain way. 
Well, when you went out to see the spa, I remember vividly you were on air. You were broadcasting live. He has this really cool setup where he, he has all his machinery <laughs> in one place and he does it all himself. I'm just in awe of you. But anyway, so you're walking down the street and along these come these two people who start harassing you. Can you tell that story? Yeah, that was uh, like the very beginning where we got to the spa in L.A. and we were walking towards to the Remind spa. people about the incident that caused the uproar okay. about the spa because people may not know. Okay, I give a little detail. So basically, in really quick, you had a grown man that put on a wig, want to act like a woman, go into a spa, and and he entered into the women's locker room where there was women and children, little girls, and he's exposing his manhood to the people that are in there, even the children. Well, the people in there are complaining about it, and the spa said, "Well, we can't, you know, discriminate against him if he identifies as a woman." Well, what about the protection of the women and children in there? Why should they lose their right, lose their freedom? Why should they be subject to this sickness because one person is having this issue? Anyways, myself and a few other people, we decided to go to the spa to protest uh, and support of women and children, little girls that want to have their right to privacy. Well, of course, Antifa, because they support pedophilia and the, this whole trans movement, these, we're going there, and two, two of the Antifa members walk up to us. And the lady, there's a female and there's a male. And, of course, the male has on a wig. I think it was like a purple color or pink or something like that. And they're talking to us, and he's, he's steady saying, I am a woman, trans, trans trans are women or something like that. And I'm just like, whatever, dude. And, and I'm talking to her and she had to the female that's with, and she has on a mask. And it was really odd because I'm telling her, I said, we were talking and she said, well, what about, she said, why are you here? I said, I'm here for support of women. And she looked at me because women and girls, they need support. They need protection from, you know, from stuff that's going on. And she just kind of looked at me because it, it took her back. Well, he's coming at me like this. And then she goes, well, what about trans? I said, look, if a man decides to put on lipstick and a dress, then let him do it. I'm not here to tell him how, how to dress, what to think. I'm not here to do that. I'm here in support of women. And then she go, I said, women like you. And she said, oh, you're going to identify me as a woman? And I said, I'm pretty sure you're a beautiful woman under the mask. Because, you know, the left, they have to wear the mask every time they go outside even. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm pretty sure that you're a beautiful woman under that mask. And then she goes, I don't know if I can say this. She said, How, you're going to identify me as a woman? She said, what, are you looking at my V? Can I, can I say it? No. It's the medical no. term? Yeah, no. Okay. She said, she said, you're looking at my V? And I said, what are you talking about? I said, what are you talking about? I said, I know that you're a woman. There's nothing wrong with that. And then it just became this whole deal that, like, I was trying to misidentify her. Well, so she was an antagonist. She was the antagonist. She was going to exactly. come at you. So then what happened was I saw coming up behind them a group coming towards mm-hmm. you. Can you talk about that? Yeah, and at, so at that point, the, another group, the more Antifa members, all dressed in black, and they started approaching us. And their main goal was they wanted to attack Quincy, who was with me. They wanted to attack him because of what took place in CPAC. 
CPAC, Bruce Jenner showed up. And he, Quincy tried to have a conversation with Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner didn't want to talk to Quincy, and he kept walking. Well, Bruce Jenner left out the doors of the of the hotel where CPAC was being held, got in his vehicle, but Quincy was still on his live feed when he was talking, and he just happened to say that Bruce Jenner is a sick freak. So everyone took that, that he was doing hate speech. Bruce Jenner never heard it. It's just the people heard Quincy saying it, thinking it out loud. So because he said that, then you had Antifa wanting to get Quincy because he referred to Bruce Jenner that way. And my whole thing is, like, he had he, – Bruce Jenner never heard it. He was thinking out loud, what happened to free speech? Free speech starts, for me, when people say something that I don't like. And hate speech is just free speech. But they're calling it hate speech so they can try to hinder people's free speech. Yeah, it's a way so of squelching to- communication. Exactly, I mean, it's not that we exactly. have to agree. I mean, we don't have to like what people say. And if somebody's hateful, that doesn't. Yeah, it's a very fine line, but you cannot infringe on free speech. And it's become that. And, you know, I think people have to be reminded, perhaps, of water off the duck's back. Remember that we learned that as kids. Water off the Just mm-hmm. let it be water off the duck's back. Are you going to allow somebody else's hatefulness to impact your happiness? And we've lost that discernment. We've lost that discernment. So basically at the spa, just to kind of fill in the gaps here, there were four corners at this at this intersection where the spa was located filled with Antifa, right? You said there were about 50 Antifa there. Yeah, there were. It's probably more than that. When we first got there, it was about 50 of them. But after that, then, you know, a lot more showed up. An amazing thing, Antifa's covering all corners, and the police officers are there. And if someone were to get in a conflict right there in front of the police officers, a lot of people were complaining about it because the police officers is kind of like they're watching it take place, watching it happen. Did they have popcorn of, and and uh, soda pop to sit and watch the movie? You know that that you know what that would have been that would have been really nice actually. I mean, I, then I said, okay, well then it's obvious. At least you know, be straight up with it. That would have been something. But yeah, they might as well have had popcorn and coke. When you look at this Antifa, there weren't normal people there, and I say normal everyday population people. There were the thugs. Antifa are thugs. They're intimidators. Yes. They're they're yes. uh, they are violent protesters. They are yes. anarchists. So it wasn't like people like you and I were going and saying, "Hey, we support women's rights," because the Antifa presence shuts down people like me, soccer mom, going to watch or observe or protect or stand up for young ladies and women. So now it's not even a a fair fight. It's not even a fair debate. It's not even a a protest that allows for either or to speak their truth. Now it is Antifa thuggery is running the show. And what I don't understand is, you know, at what point, people listening, is the pain so great that you say, now I've had enough? You know, think about that, getting ready for the show this morning about election integrity, about Mm -hmm. our governor getting ready to shut us down Again, we're hearing rumors because Governor Hogan aligns with Newsom and Cuomo. They're steadfast buddies. Whatever they do, Hogan does. The guy has no creative 
thought in his brain outside of shutdown, lockdown. So they're starting to say in the next two weeks, we may be getting locked down in blue states because of CDC and the variant. I want everybody to know right now, this show will cover the truth. So I am already talking to a bunch of nurses who are not going to take the poke. And I've got a, a sign, on, a picture on my phone that where the women are, the nurses are holding a sign saying we were good enough for you to serve during the pandemic mm. without a vax and still be here. But I'm not good enough to serve at the ER now uh, unless I get the vax. You're going to sh- you're going to fire me. They are Indeed. all fighting for their jobs. It's outrageous. And we are going to rise up the medical profession to say now we've had enough. We had Dr. Barkey on a couple weeks ago. You guys need to go back and listen to that show. It bears repeating, but the numbers have grown. I'm now hearing the death rate, and I'm going to verify it with Jeff, is over 45,000 on the poke. Remember, the VAERS report is a 1% approximately reporting, so it's severely underreported data. I was with a friend yesterday. Three people she knows in her small community in Easton, Maryland, had adverse effects from the vaccine. One young man, 18, was unable to get his um, his scholarship because he ended up with an enlarged heart. It's outrageous what's going on. Now, I ask people listening, you know, who, look, we don't want the controversy. We're not Antifa. We don't want to be out there raising hell in a handbasket. But when do we say, now I've had enough? When your job's at risk, when you have no freedom to say, no, I'm not taking that vaccine. I didn't need it a year ago, and I don't need it today. Thank you very much. You want to take it? Go for it. Be willing to take the risks that come with it. Because, by the way, as we know, the pharmaceutical companies are immune. So if you have a bad problem after it, Oh, well, because they're protected, not you. So there's some real serious things going on with with regard to the vaccine. But I digress. So we're going to take a break and then we'll come back. And I want to talk about, well, your trip to the border, because I think it's really important for people to know some of the, the horrors and some of it we can share. Some of it won't be appropriate. It's so bad on radio. But I look forward to having you tell what happened and what you and Ben experienced, okay? We'll be right back. You're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Jen. And I have with me today Will Johnson, who has UniteAmericaFirst.com, and he does live broadcasting from all over the country. And, Will, I want, before we go to break for news, I just want to have a quick uh, synopsis of what you did when you went down to the border. Where did you go? What did you see? And then we'll kind of come back and talk about, you know, what you learned from it. Okay, so briefly, um Myself and a few other people, we went to the southern border of the United States along Texas, up and down Texas, actually. And just the horror that we saw firsthand is you can't even describe it, even through video. You can't even describe it. The smells, just what you're seeing, the the way it feels, everything, the atmosphere is completely horrible. And our southern border is being invaded 
and it's the open border policy is being produced by the left. Now, they want to shut down the country for us as Americans, but they want to open the country to the rest of the world. How does that work? It's really amazing. It's shocking. And the fact that with people coming across the border, you know, you tell us you're worried about a variant and you tell us you're worried about COVID. What a bunch of bunk. Then you let all these people in who are sick with all sorts of things, not just COVID, and they're spreading disease here in our country. If you go to a foreign nation and you pick their fresh fruit, do you know that you can't bring it in because they're so afraid that the diseases of that country will infect our agriculture that you have to yep. go through customs and they may or may not let it in. But they're letting yep, these exactly. people in. It's insane. Yeah. There's no logic to it unless, of course, it's strategic, intentional and a willingness and a desire to affect something. OK, there's yeah. it, it can't be it can't be, as my friend would say, capricious. It's not haphazard. There is a strategy because yeah. you can't on one hand shut down fruits and vegetables and on the other hand, let these people in to cause mayhem. So we're going to take a quick break, but I want you all to think about something. OK, they're now trying to say that what's at the border isn't so. I have a video of a journalist being murdered on his knees in Reynosa, Mexico, 15 miles across the, Mex- the uh, Mexico border from Texas. And I met with the gentleman, Mike Miller, who started Warriors for Ranchers. And by the way, when somebody tells you it's not real, you need to shut that conversation down because it's real. And women and children are being harmed, murdered, raped. It's terrible what's going on. So don't fall for the narrative of the left because they have evil intent. I want to thank our sponsor, KW Photography and Design. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen. And I I want to clarify something that I said before the break. I know some good Democrats. I care about these people who are friends. We can't talk a lot right now because we don't. We're given by different mindsets, mentalities and beliefs. But there are some good Democrats out there, and this is not meant to be disparaging to, to people on, uh, that we say on the left. When we say left, and Will, you pointed to it, you said the extremists, you called them the progressives. Radical. Ra- radical, right? <laughs> They're radical. These people are crazy, <laughs> right? So we're not talking about our loved ones and our friends and our people who, you know, I don't know, they believe in pro they're, they're pro-choice they, they don't believe in saving a baby's life i i don't get it you know i didn't always feel as strongly as i do now but i'm definitely pro-life 150 percent. okay you don't agree with that so therefore you vote left i mean that's your reason i mean whatever so the rest of it doesn't matter no the, the you don't just be a one issue person you got to look at the totality of it that being said there are some great Democrats out there whom I love and adore and appreciate and have worked with and all of that. And we stay off of politics for the most part. Unless I just can't help myself. Then it just kind of comes out of my face. But, but in the case of back to the border, I think people don't understand the horror of it. And it's really hard to watch. I've gotten a little bit inoculated to it because I've seen so much of it now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the trees with mm-hmm. the garments hanging off it, the handcuffs where they, they hold people in bondage. This stuff is real, guys. Now, the question I have to the people, because I'm all about, okay, great, information is, is power. Now what are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do about what you now know and cannot delete from your mind? Because until we rise up and say, you know what, now I've had enough. We're not taking it anymore. And I don't mean rise up in violence. I mean, like Lee Dundas said that day in Tulsa, right? Stand up. Stand up for your freedom. Stand up for the the rights of children, innocent children. Stand up for the abuse of these women. These I have a video on my on my phone where they're they're literally filing one pregnant woman after the next. What they've done, the cartel impregnates them. So say, go on. Maybe you can share a little bit because I don't want to dominate. But this is what I want people to get is the horrors of it are real. Yeah, you you know, you're so spot on. It's absolutely horrible. And you and I are having this conversation about it right now. And there's some little girl right now that's being brutally assaulted by one of these coyotes. And right now, right now, because it's constantly happening. And with thousands of people every single day, and it's just it's growing every single day, people don't realize that it's happening. They don't realize it. And the, these trees, they would hang their their panties from the trees showing how many victims that they had before that. And it's just and they take the little girls and they present the little girls to the tree. They show the tree to the little girls to show them what's about to happen to them. And it's just, can you imagine that? I mean, it's just, it's just horrible. And we're, and we're all on this planet together and we're doing this to each other. And you know, another thing they were, the border patrol was telling us about when they get the people in that are not testing them for COVID right there, but they take them to a facility and they check them. Well, the people that come out to have COVID, all they do was take them to a hotel and the hotel is full of people with COVID. And I, w- I actually went to one of these hotels, and their doors are open. They're just walking in and out. There's no quarantine. There's restaurants next to them. They walk over to the restaurant. They go in there, and they're coughing in the restaurant, buying food. And, and, just, and it's just horrible. And then what's really amazing, when I went to that hotel, the hotel ended up calling the cops on us. Because we're out there reporting on it, I never walked onto the hotel property. I'm just on the on the on the side of the on the side of the road, exposing it. And they called the cops, and the cops showed up. And the cops saying, "Okay, so you can't go on the property." And we made we told the police officers that we never did go on the property. What the amazing thing they got me is the police officers were saying, "Thank you for covering this," because they don't want people to know that this is happening. We know what's happening here. But thank you for being here to expose it. This is the police officers that were telling us this. And the Border Patrol told us about the hotel because they wanted it exposed. See, they're not only they're putting people's lives at risk because of the drug cartel and the coyotes, but they're doing it supposedly with this COVID. And you're right. When do we say enough is enough? When do we stand up as the American people? When it happened? And we're not violent. Now, Antifa, BLM, the foot soldiers for the Democrat Party, they are violent. 
You know, I, I'm reminded by Martin Luther King, who was a man of no violence, but a powerful force of change. And it's very moving. You know, we, yes. you know, when, when you see the people stand up and say, now I've had enough and we link arms, black, white, Latino, Asian, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Because we're yep. one humanity. Yep. We're one humanity. And what these people are doing is inhumane. If I can, you have the left right now trying to, um, it's not right now, they've been doing it, trying to convince everybody that Martin Luther King was a Democrat when he wasn't. He was a straight-up Republican. He was for the Second Amendment. And the Democrats tried to change everyone's view on it and tried to change history, same thing with the CRT, Um, and same thing with Abe Lincoln now, because Abe, you know, he set the slaves free. So now the Democrats are the left, I will say the left. They're trying to change history and try to say that even Abe Lincoln was a Democrat. Well, they, and, they, and they, they created this Lincoln Party to assign this notion that Lincoln was a moderate, you know, oh, yeah. or some Lincoln project. You know, we're dealing with that here in Maryland. Yes. It's outrageous that they've co-opted. And this is what they do. Language, you guys, matters. And don't let mm-hmm. other people own our conversation. Like women's issues, I've said for years, are not owned by the left. We, we have a concern for women. We have a concern for elderly. We have a concern for human rights. Don't let the left own that conversation. We own that conversation as well. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. You're you're so spot on. And just like the left own, try to own the the hashtag Me Too, women. Women, women's rights, women, women. Like, yeah, where women, are they now you know, for those because, women at the border? Where are they? Where's Me Too? Yes, exactly. Where are they at for the, the women in the spa that having to look at a grown man coming there exposing his manhood to them? Any other time before before Obama came into office, that happened, they would have called the cops. He would have been arrested. And so it's, it's, they they reject the actual woman and trying to replace the actual woman with a man who's acting like a woman. This is, they're not, and you know, it's everything, like the Martin Luther King, Abe Lincoln, and now women, children, they want to take everything that is correct and flip it upside down and twist it. You know, one of the things about radio is we go to break. You know, you podcasters, you just keep rolling. But we, we have to have a break. <laughs> we have a break coming in here. But I just I really want to thank you, Will, for your friendship and your partnership on this stuff, because this is the per, the multiple perspectives that we bring. You know, I'm I'm a half breed. My mom's an immigrant. I can talk about immigration issues all day long because I'm a first generation. Hmm. And when we use our voice to bring reason to insanity, maybe we'll start to straighten this mess out. We're going to a break. I'd like to thank our sponsors, KW Photography Design, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Will Johnson, who has become a really good friend and somebody I admire, and we're talking about some pretty horrible stuff. But I want to leave us 
with some, well, I don't know if it's hope, but some local kind of things. And I, I can't help but point to the comments by the county executive driving fear, Jan Gardner, here in Frederick County. Oh, my gosh, the variant. Oh, my gosh, the variant. They're starting again. They're nonsense. Blue jurisdictions are starting the nonsense. But let's talk about blue. Election integrity. I want everybody to go to defendourunion.org and sign up. Okay, that's about election integrity. It's happening across the country. In Maryland, they have identified four counties that are anomalies, that are 34 to 37% growth in voter ballots that are so far out of the 1% to 2% general growth that you see in voter rolls that I'm going to say it here. It is likely that fraud occurred. It's statistically impossible for it to be anything else based on the numbers and the growth in the county and how many people moved, blah, 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 blah. When you look at a cross, and they've had a scientist look at this, way smarter than me. So here we have Miss Gardner saying, oh, my gosh, the variant, the variant, oh, my gosh. But if you go get inoculated, if you go get the vaccine, only 56% have done it now so far. Oh, but if you go get that vaccine, you'll be fine. How many people have we heard got sick after they got the vaccine? It's a bunch of bunk. Now, when people listening out in Never Never Land, are you going to say now we've had enough? Because this is crazy talk, as a good friend of mine would say, who's a Democrat. It's crazy talk. We can't continue to succumb and relegate our power and authority to crazy talk. So the four counties, you ready for this? Carroll County, Frederick County, Anne Arundel County, and Harford County. Traditionally, Republican areas got jammed up with 34 to 37% radical growth in their voter rolls. And lo and behold, how did it turn out? So for all of us who are looking at the 2020 election and questioning it for all of us who are looking at the COVID and the variant and the vaccine and questioning it, which we have a right to do. We're free. At some point we got to say enough is enough. So do you have any thoughts about that? Will? Yeah, I have a lot of, a lot, right? (laughs) Not enough time to go through all of it, but you know, one thing, you know, we're getting ready to go into the election season. So because we're getting ready to go into election season, they have to shut everything down because they want to do what? Mail-in ballots again. They they found the solution. So we're forever, forever going to have a lockdown right before the election season. I mean, everyone's seeing it. Everyone's recognizing it. But people, for some reason, still still going to go along with it. It's crazy. You know, you said one thing, and if I can, I want to bring it up. Because you, you said that you really look into, like, the immigration issues and your first generation. What do you think about when they said that the southern border is the new Ellis Island? 
Oh, I hadn't heard that, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, you, you haven't heard it. Oh no. my goodness! See, that's the the liberal the the mindset of these progressive these radicals. It's insane. It, it, they discredit. They, they put a dis uh, disservice to all the people who come who have came into the country the the correct way, and they're just it's really crazy. But this whole thing with the the Delta variant, and they're saying that if you if you get the vaccine. If we can, if we can talk about the vaccine that way, but th- this, this is what they're saying. I always I'm say the quote up. in air quotes: "vaccine." Air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, but they're saying this. This is what the the CDC. This is what all of them are saying. That you know, if you get the vax, if you get the vax, that uh, or the jab, if you get it, that you don't have to worry about the the Delta variant. So. Like the flu shot, when you get the flu shot, you get the flu shot, and they always say that it might not even be the shot that will cover the current flu that's in the season. Yeah, because they've made it the year before, so it's no longer relevant. So if the Delta variant is new, how is it that the the last shot is going to fix anything? But it doesn't. That's why they say now there's a third shot, a booster. Yeah, listen. I mean, come on. They are a bunch of liars. This, yeah. that, it, that's really the bottom line. And they're, they're manipulative and deceitful. But here's the thing. Millions and millions and millions of people, millions are listening to what they say as truth. How do you, we, educate them, Will? Because you and I see it very clearly. You, you know, I think, uh, yeah, you and I, we do see it. But I think we're at a stage on this planet to where propaganda and the deception is so big, is so huge. And I, I truly believe, um, I truly believe in God. I have no, no, no issues with, you know, saying it and letting people know. And I truly believe that we're living in a time to where deception is so huge that people are just going to give give the the evilness whatever it is whatever is asking for, because they want us to believe that they can save our lives. Biden just said that you have to do this, so you I mean so you don't you you won't die you won't die if you get this if you get the jab you'll live you'll live well where are the fact checkers at because none of us live forever. So, and uh, and we know that many people have died. Many people have died yes, from the uh, yeah, adverse well, reactions. Yeah, and if a million, two million people die from it, there's going to suppress that information so much that people will never know. And so, how do we get the information out to them? Because they're they're blocking it, they're suppressing it. If you go on, if you put the actual numbers that you've reported on out on social media, they'll take it down immediately. Well, and and at some point, trying to decide what to say at this moment, because I have a thought, but I'm not sure I should share it. Um, Our Constitution is designed for times such as this. Yeah, you're right. It is designed, you know, when all is well, it just sort of stands in the background as the, you know, as a backdrop. In times like this is when it is really needed. Like, for example, and I'm not an expert, but, you know, this notion that um, the military is supposed to step in. 
when politics has exceeded its authority over the people, yeah, but the, exceeded its authority our, over the people, which is where we are right now. Yeah, but our current military is woke. About half. I'm hearing it's about half. I, you know, There's, I, it's I, about 50 50. I've heard. I've questioned, but yeah, I hear that Obama. Obama that did that. He he weakened our our uh, military. He he did that. Mm-hmm. He he right. definitely uh, took that on. I want to say something else too because we're running out of time. Will I got to have you back? You're just it's so great. The other thing that you know we have the Constitution, we have our faith, and we talk about God in country. God in country. It's not God and country. It's God in country, and mm. our faith is being tested right now. Yes. And there is no evidence for what we're saying. And 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 I talked to this nurse. She said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid they're going to fire me. She took a job for $15 less an hour and gave up her benefits just so she wouldn't lose her job altogether. And she'd have some income to pay her mortgage. She said, no. I'm afraid to speak out. And here's, you know, I said, well... There's safety in numbers. And I and I remind people about what we did in Anne Arundel County because several restaurants got together. They were afraid about losing their license if they did a one-off. If I go by myself, if I, you know, they'll come after me. This is a nasty time. And the tyrants will do whatever they have to, to to survive. But our faith will be tested. And we have to trust right now that God's got this. We've got to trust it. We'll give everybody how they can find you online. So you can go to my website, uniteamericafirst.com. A lot of people, they say united, but it's uniteamericafirst.com. The country's not united right now. We're divided like never before. So it's uniteamericafirst.com or just really short, uaf.media. Okay, UAF.media. Everybody, listen, try out my superfoods with Jen. It's a great organic product line. It will help me with, with bringing this information to you. We love you, appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Stay healthy, stay true to your, your word, your faith. And we'll see you next Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD.